0: You are listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. This is Dr. Henna. I'm here every Sunday morning. I start my shows at 10 o'clock. I'm here with you till 12. Radio Sangam is on 107.9 FM in Huddersfield and all the surrounding areas of West Yorkshire. We are on DAB, Manchester, Birmingham, Glasgow and Cambridge. You might be listening on your phone app, on the Radio Sangam app. Or you might be listening online, www.radiosangam.co.uk. of year show guys where has where has the time gone how has this happened thank you to all of you that are joining me this morning today's show is going to be my end of year reflections and for the first hour um hopefully soon over the phone i'm going to be joined by my friend Nafia, who's a doctor as well going to be reflecting on the year together and just having a general chit chat and a bit of a ladies hour a bit of a general talk about life uh, about what it's like being a doctor through the COVID-19 pandemic and just kind of a reflection of what it's been like this year has been like for us please join us um, in taking part in the discussion if you want to tell me what you've learned this year uh, I can read some messages out after eleven o'clock, or if you want to get involved in the discussion, send me something that you want me to talk about. 07444202155 So if you're just tuning in now, this is Dr. Henna on Radio Sanger one hundred seven point nine FM. This is my end of year reflection show. You can text, you can WhatsApp. The number's the same, 07444202155. So shortly I'll be joined by my friend Nafia over the phone and we're going to just have a chat about life And we're going to let you guys listen, listen to us while we reflect on this year. And maybe we'll talk about a few of the little things as well about her. Um, She's a very interesting person, as you'll kind of learn shortly if you don't know her. I know some some people are tuning in because they know her. Um, Hello to you. If you've never listened to me before, thank you so much. I'm here every week on a Sunday morning talking about different topics every week, different health topics, um, and we do ladies' hours sometimes as well. what we're gonna do is to get everyone relaxed um in the mood if you if you want to go and make a drink if you can sit and have a listen to while we chat if you want to go and do that do that now i'm gonna play a song shortly after a time check um and it's by one of my favorite artists actually recently B and it's called gennavia so that's coming up very soon I hope you're all feeling lovely today. It's freezing, though, isn't it?
1: This time check brought to you by Radio Sangam.
0: It's eleven minutes past ten. Janave coming up by Preprak. After that, hopefully, I'll be joined by my friend Nafia. Please stay with us for our end-of-year reflections. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, without me, what to do? do me, what do you me ਆਪਾਂ ਦੋ
0: listening to radio Sangam 107.9 fm this is dr henna if you're just tuning in now hoping that i'm joined by my friend nafia over the phone nafia are you there hello, hello. yes i'm here assalamualaikum nafia wa As-salamu alaikum assalam nafia so today what we're going to do is you're kind of joining me as part of my end of year reflection show Um, But I want people to learn a little bit about you as well. And I want to talk about lots of different things. I'd like to talk about what this year has been like. I want to talk about the COVID-19 pandemic. I want to talk about what it's like being South Asian women like in the UK and a little bit about what it's like being doctors. So we're gonna have that whole chat with you. Um before before we even start anything, guys, if you're just tuning in now, this is Dr. Henna on Radio sangham I'm here every week on a Sunday morning. I'm really um glad, happy to have my friend Nafia joining me this morning for the first time. She's not been on radio before. Um, so nope. this is all new but you're very used to kind of getting out there we'll talk a little bit about that shortly um nafia to start off with um before you even say anything normally what i do to end my shows is a Rumi quote but today i'm going to start this interview with a Rumi quote especially for you so my <laughs> Rumi quote just for you is the beauty you see in me is a reflection of you That's my quote for you. Oh, wow. That was beautiful. Yeah. Nafia, tell us a little bit about you. So um, I'll just say
2: what uh, I wrote in my Instagram bio.
0: So basically,
2: I'm a plus-size British Pakistani Muslim, and I am a doctor by profession. I'm married, and basically what I want to do, what I'm about to just, um, spreading kindness and breaking stereotypes
0: mm.
2: so that's my little introduction
0: mm. and the reason that I um, invited you to be on my end of show with me is because once I started to get to know you I realized that we're very similar people we, we are <laughs> we like um, we like to spread a bit of positivity I I don't really hear you, and I'm very much like that as well, saying horrible things about anyone. We're always trying to help people. I guess part of that is being a doctor in itself, isn't it? Um, It Definitely, yeah. um, And then I've started doing this show in July, and I can't believe it's been like five, six months, well, almost six months. Oh, wow. And during that time, life has been very different for us as doctors, hasn't it? Because we've been working through this pandemic. um, So I'm going to talk a little bit about what it's been like for me. But I'd like you to tell us, because you've been working, haven't you? What has it been Mm -hmm. like as compared to kind of normal life? um, What's it been like working as a doctor through this pandemic? What what has life been like? So
2: I actually started to work recently um i mean me and my husband we're both doctors so we kind of came to a mutual decision that i'll stay home when it was right at the beginning that i'll be home with um the children while he works because it was just that it was just everything was new it was at the beginning uh, everything was panicky lives were being lost and it was just like a backup kind of thing that If something was to happen to one of us, at least one would be with the um, children. So it it was that bad. Mm. Um, But I've just recently started working with that whole guilt on my shoulders that I'm not part of the front line. You know, I really wanted to be there. So, but even though it it isn't as bad, it's still a pandemic. But. It's just, I think we're a little more clearer about, you know, the guidelines, maybe, even though everything's changing day by day, um, it's still not as bad as it was at the start of the pandemic. But life during, work, work life during the pandemic, it's very, I feel like, it's very lonely. And it's very like thinking on your feet more than usual. And... The whole environment is very different to working how it was before. I mean, families, they don't have that point of contact with patients. And I feel like we have to be a lot more supportive as doctors and a lot more empathetic now. And we're in situations where patients can't see their families and we have to be that point of contact to the families how they're doing you know keeping them up to date with how they are and even from a medical point of view it's fine you have to update family anyway but it's just you have to have the emotional connection in between like with both sides because the patients are very lonely and it's a very scary time for them to go through that I mean um, seeing a patient go through COVID, and the, you know they're gasping for air, they're, they're just you know you know you would know um, yeah. uh, you know it's it's difficult. And when they ask you, "Am I going to die?" Yeah. What are you going to say? Like everything's so unpredictable. And then the fact that they can't talk to their families is just heartbreaking you know we we we've had so many stories where um their family members that have actually felt the guilt of passing it on to their elderly family and they're literally on their deathbeds so it's the whole narrative has changed within the whole hospital it's a lot more human you know before it used to be okay you have a patient you get them better you get them home and now it's 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 different it's very different it's like every patient has a story that you have to know about if you don't know about it that connection that bridge that you you won't be able to bridge you know make that bridge between the patient and the family members so i feel like a a job that was very you're empathetic but it was still a bit robotic in the sense that you just had that goal to get patient out and get better but now to invest yourself in these patients and their families so yeah that that's my that's my take on how things are in um, the hospital right now
0: yeah so you talked uh very well about patient stories and how different it is for for the patients and it's something that i think unless you've kind of been through it or you've seen it people just can't really understand or fathom kind of what it's been like um for for families for patients that have to go into hospital and i've spoken to the patients as well where i've said you you have to go but you can't take anybody with you and that's really hard especially for people Mm -hmm. that can't speak english very well Um, or just a wide range of things but the other side is is how how it's been for us, and I think only recently I've mentioned to a couple of people in my life about how scary it's been for me, um, yeah. working through the pandemic, and um, I'll t- I'll tell you shortly why I've been thinking about it so much the last few days. But seeing patients and having to wear a mask and a glove. And then if you're having conversations with them and I so I work in general practice, as you know, but I also um, I do locum. I used to be a medical registrar and worked a lot in A&E. So I still do that locum in the hospital sometimes in A&E. So that kind of that barrier that you've got with communication, because a lot that we learn from patients or from people is just by looking at them isn't it Exactly. so that's yeah. just completely went away with the whole having to wear PPE so when you take away the people when we're talking about very sick people but the other side of it are the people with the mental health problems somebody that's coming to see you after a bereavement or other things as well and then you're having to speak to them sometimes on the phone or they're seeing you you've got a mask on Um, the other day I had a patient who was telling me about his dad that passed away and he even said to me like it's really difficult to talk to you doctor because you've got this mask on it's very much like this physical barrier and I think for me I didn't realize how much of an impact that would have on me um, not being able to offer I guess what you feel you know when you think about the best of myself um, not being able to kind of do that um how how has that been like for you just not being able well first of all, you talked about um um the guilt of not working and then when you go to work it's the guilt of not being at home <laughs> that's very exactly. yeah that's like a very much like a mum thing, isn't it? Um yeah <laughs> but what's it been like um just not wor- just not being able to have those sort of conversations the mask being behind the mask at all that s- side of things what's that been like
2: The thing is that that's that's what I was um kind of trying to say that I feel like you have to I have to hone into into new set of skills you know you've got this physical barrier but then you have to use other ways to kind of you know, um, be present and be that little bit more kinder. And it has been hard. But then I've noticed that I've developed other skills, you know, being more um, empathetic, having more social skills or bedside skills um, with these patients. Because it was very like one, two, three, you're out, right? Mm -hmm. And now it's more a bit, more of like doctors have to find a connection with these patients because they have to be empathetic towards the fact that they don't have anyone right now they're the most scared that they that they are and they're part of that pen, pandemic being patients of covid yet they're seeing a mask and they feel some sort of way anyway so you have to make them feel like they're in a safe place and you know they're in the best of hands Um, That should be a doctor's job anyway. But the thing is, we're so about treating patients and getting them home. We don't really think about how we should be in our tone of voice, like what tone we should be using. Um, Just asking them about how, you know, how they were before they were unwell. Mm. Just finding a relationship with them that goes a little bit beyond, you know, patient, doctor. Just so that they feel a bit safer, and so that was, you know, that was something that I kind of felt like I felt a little bit proud of myself. That you know what, yeah, okay, it's a really
0: you feel like you've grown and learned a lot about yourself. Yeah, I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I just reflect on something that you said? right at the beginning um, where you said you had this conversation with your husband about like, listen, you do this and I'll do this because what if something happens to one of us now? Um, I think a lot of people that are listening right now, they won't realise that we as doctors or healthcare professionals, um, a lot of conversations like that were had were, were had about, listen, yeah. we're going to work. Um, everybody else is at home, but we have to go and work through this pandemic. If 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 something happens to me, this is what I want, or, you know, we need to be careful here and there. So exactly. I think that was really important for people to just hear that about those yeah. are the sort of conversations that did happen to people. Unfortunately, we have had some healthcare professionals that have died as well through this pandemic. Yeah um which i mean i can't even talk about it because it just makes me so upset but um and a lot of other people that have lost lives as well so this yeah. is yeah. has been just uh, you know it's been an overwhelming year i didn't want to get to the end of the year and not I, I i don't i try not to talk about covid-19 too much through my shows because it's just everywhere but yeah. i just couldn't i couldn't do the end of the year kind of reflection to a show and not talk about mm-hmm. it because it's been such a huge part of our lives The other thing that I wanted to tell you, Nafia, um, which I know you know, but to tell the listeners is that in fact hang on we'll just do a quick uh, reintroduction um so you're listening to Dr Henna on Radio Sangam 107.9 FM if you're just tuning in now I'm talking to my lovely friend Nafia who is a medical doctor as well um I'm telling you all, she's a medical doctor because the number of times that we get asked are you a real doctor <laughs> <laughs> yes we're both real doctors we're both we're both lady doctors um but if you, the other thing that makes me laugh as well Nafia is when men are doctors they're just doctor but we are lady doctors because I know we lady, lady doctors. We've <laughs> so got two lady doctors uh, talking this morning. We've just been having kind of quite a serious chat about what kind of life through COVID. And for us as doctors, not, you know, kind of taking away from the patient side, but want you to sh- people to know what it's been like for us as well. Um mm. Because people see us as like these heroes. And I, you don't feel like that when you're at work because it's like, oh, God, I'm a bit no, scared, no, actually. No, um yeah, The other thing know. that's happened re- um, last week for me is that I had the first dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. Yay! And I talked about vaccines last week um, and now, listeners, I'm telling you that I've had the first dose. Yes, I've seen all of the ridiculous things that are being said online about vaccines. I've seen it all. No one can message me and say anything different. My face hasn't fallen off. I haven't got a microchip in me. I know people (laughs) are going to ask these questions. Um, I talked about vaccines last week. I did a whole two-hour show on vaccines. I feel absolutely (laughs) fine. Um, If people want to listen to my shows... um, um, they could listen to them on spotify on on the radio sangham website um, if anyone wants to message in with any questions for me or nafia and i will be here t- um, till 12 o'clock so i will be able to answer some questions later 07444202155 nafia we've talked a little bit about work but i want to talk a little bit ab- about kind of you and your life as well and um, because i think that you're a really interesting person um so let's just delve into that a little bit about now you were you were born you and brought up here but you went to medical school in pakistan didn't you i did can you tell us a little bit can you just tell us a little bit about that um
2: that was in a experience um basically um i didn't get the grades that i was supposed to i had like three a's and a b and you needed four a's and um so I really wanted to do medicine and so did my parents and I had a really big family in Pakistan and um, we used to go quite a lot. You know, we had a strong connection with um, Pakistan back then. Um, so I was happy to actually live out there. I was going to live out there with my grandparents and just do med school and then come back. Things didn't really plan out that way Um I had to stay a bit closer to the med school because it was difficult for traveling and all that from my grandparents' house. So I actually spent um, a good six years, seven years by myself with um, just like a baba, (laughs) who was basically Mm. an Afghani baba, who was just like security kind of thing over there. And it was difficult because... I was the foreigner over there, which was very strange to me. Um, Like I spoke the language, but because people knew that I was from UK, um, they couldn't really connect with me in the first year. So it was just very a lonely place for me because I just wanted to come back home. I was really close to my um, siblings, my family. And then when I went to med school, it was very difficult because there was still a language barrier. Everyone spoke in Urdu, um, and I didn't know a word of Urdu, so I had to learn Urdu as well. And then um, the whole teaching thing, it was very different to what I thought it'd be. Um, But the worst, the, the, the thing is, I did grow a lot over there. I was, I, you know, became independent. Um, I started to think for for myself because everything over here, um, it was done by my mum. You know, I was was like this, um, I was so naive to the world. Uh, My mum had really closed us off from the world. She used to protect us quite a lot. Um, But being there on my own, I saw a lot of things. I experienced a lot of things. And... Even though I wanted to come back every summer, I was like I don't wanna go back. I just don't wanna go back. Mainly because I was lonely over there. And the fact is that um when I was over, over there there was it was quite a lot of terrorist activity going on and our college was always under threat because it was a mixed college. Wow. Um I went to yeah, I went to med school in Peshawar oh. and that is the area where, you know, the terrorism was at its peak. Like I, it was quite common there, like mm. terrorist events. So it's extremely scary for me as well because I used to go home and, I mean, I used to come, go to college always praying that I can come home alive because there used to be these attacks all the time. And every day I would just be scared, like, is this worth it? Is my life worth it? You know, worth it for just a medical degree, um, but I don't know. Somehow, I managed to complete
3: it.
0: Nafia, yeah. um, um, it wasn't all bad though because you met you met someone special there. Didn't I met you? my husband there. Yeah, so it wasn't <laughs> <didn't>, all bad.
2: <laughs> so I guess it was worth it in the end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on, on the good days, when he's bad, then I'm like, wow. it wasn't worth it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well. Uh, um right so the reason the reason that I feel that I mean more than kind of what I've said before the reason that I feel that I've connected with you is one we're both South Asian kind of we identify yep. South Asian two we're both um doctors and medical doctors and i guess that, yeah. that that again comes with a with a side with a side thing we've both uh we're both mums um so we're working mums so we've, yeah. we've i've got a little girl you've got two little girls um but i was really inspired by um your journey on social media um, no. um because <laughs> because um for for people that don't know and some of my listeners that are regular listeners that don't know um you you have a following on social media um, you do a little bit of dancing on there you 're very open and okay. honest about um being plus size and you 're on a weight loss journey um, so it 's very mm-hmm. hard i think it 's very hard i think to come out into the public eye um because i do a i do a little bit of obviously I do radio but I do a little bit of t v um and talk to people mm-hmm. on social media as well. So we both kind of put ourselves out there. Um, unfortunately, what happens when people do that is sometimes you get negative comments as well. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, I feel that some of the negativity is from out within our own communities within the South Asian community. Now, most people are supportive before I start getting messages in. Most yeah. people are supportive, but the ones that are not supportive, it, it sometimes it's other South Asian women. Um, I know. And I don't, oh. and I find that really sad. Um, so let's just talk a little bit about being a South Asian woman with a career. I'll tell you um, a little bit about, for me, so how I feel mm. is that everybody has an opinion. Now, it's not, I'm not saying this about a lot of people, but, you know, you oh. might have, you might have 20 nice comments in a day and then you'll just get this one little comment from somebody yeah. or anyone. And that's the thing that you think about all day long. Um, so exactly. you might have a hundred. Yeah, you might have a hundred lovely comments, and then one person says something. So for me, mm. um, it was uh, how can you, how can you go to work um, when you've got a daughter? Because I went back to work when she was one. She just turned one. Yeah. Um. But on the other side of that. Um I had people, because I, I don't work full time, I work three days a week had other other people that said, yeah. "Well, you're a doctor why are you not going to work full time, why are you working part time, so everybody yeah. has an opinion so you get this like kind of yeah. you get kind of caught up then between oh somebody's saying this, somebody's saying that and then I got to a point for me where I thought I don't have to defend myself to anyone and just decided yeah. that I'm yeah. going to do my own thing and just surround myself by the people that support me So exactly. That's the so race. what what is it like for you? What can you how could you say it's like, what is it like for you being a South Asian woman and a doctor? Um, how do you feel about that? Have you ever thought about it? Have you ever reflected on that?
2: Um, I think I have to start doing that after I started growing on social media. I mean, this whole dancing thing with COVID, I, I mean, with the coronavirus, the pandemic, I gained within two months. I gained two stones. Mm. Um, we were just eating our you know, our worries away. We were at home. Everything was just bad. And I wasn't working because obviously my husband was working. And I got these similar questions like, why aren't you working? You're a doctor. You're supposed to be working. Despite me explaining myself constantly. And then I was just sitting there and I thought, what is the most you know just worrying about my health being overweight being unhealthy and then I thought what is one thing that I really like doing and I thought okay I I like dancing and I just put out I started dancing and then I thought you know what I'm gonna upload this and I uploaded it and I had the, the most overwhelming support it was just insane and then People started saying, you, you, you're you pushing me to start, you know, just getting up. And I had this, just this thing, the, the I don't know, a hashtag thing that was going on that I came up with. And I just said, whatever you're doing, just move. That's the only thing. If you feel depressed, just move. If you feel like you're not getting anywhere in life, just move. And that worked for me. Um, but the whole social media thing um, with the negative comments, obviously, as you grow, as you get popular, you get negative people out of jealousy, out of just the fact that their own securities they're projecting, and they feel like, "You know what? why is this individual doing what they do and are happy about it? Like they want to be in that space, but because they can't be in that space, they will attack you and bring you down. So at the beginning, I was you know very snappy towards them. I was defending myself. And I was just, you know, going on rants and all that. And then I realized that that's not the kind of space that I want on my page. I want people to be motivated. And if I give all my time to those that are leaving that one or two bad comments or a handful of bad comments or DMs, I'm that's taken away from time, you know, for me to concentrate on all those people that are giving me love. So I didn't want to give them that space. I didn't want to share that platform with them. So from now, like since then, anyone who says things when I'm in a bad mood, (laughs) maybe I will reply, but it's just block and delete for me. And anything, and you know what? The more negative comments I get, the more it pushes me. I feel like I have a duty now to have a voice for those that don't have one that are always ridiculed for their weight or just being being a female and then being a british asian female and then being plus size it just you know adds and adds and adds for people to actually have an opinion and it's not an opinion it's a judgment they judge you and they pass it on like it's a fact
0: so let's um instead of and so let's so we've said like this is the kind of things that people do that we don't appreciate or we don't like or we sh- think shouldn't um, happen. What do you think we can do as women just to support each other?
2: Um, you know when that thing goes about the, the there's a saying or whatever it is, there's a lot of memes going around. Not memes, it's like pictures, mm. where one woman is fixing each other's crown. That's what we need to do. We need to empower one another one another empower is is thrown out that word is thrown from you know just thrown here and there but actually you know empowering is a big thing you're committing yourself to support someone and you know support them in their in their successes in their low points that's what empowering means we need to do that for one another because the world is against us anyway as women, we've already, you know, at the start, we haven't got it good. So if we don't even support one another, then why are we, how are we going to be expecting anyone else to support us? So yes. we really need to, you know, we I need to support totally, one another. I mean, I totally,
0: agree with you, Nafia. Now, you when know. I when I started doing my show, in fact... Um some of my shows are kind of dedicated women's hour shows and I talk um, a lot about how we should support each other more especially within the South Asian community. Um and that could be anything it could be saying well done for something. Um it could exactly. be not making that comment that pops in your mind when you think badly about someone where you feel oh you have to share your opinion when you know you don't really have to. Um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of things to think about and reflect on here now I mean, I am going to say that most people um, in my life uh, and the experiences that I have have been extremely supportive. But unfortunately, we do get those um, that are not supportive, people that have to make judgment yeah. or have to make comment about something. And I just think that it's just not needed. It's not needed. Um, and we really should. We have a beautiful culture. We are be- like wonderful yeah. people within the South Asian community. Why can't we just get this... You know why can't we be perfect and just be good to each other um as well it makes so much difference when somebody's being nice to you nafi we haven't got loads of time but there's something that i really wanted to talk about that was really important and like to end um it's something that i'm going to talk about if you carry on listening i'm going to talk about it a little bit between 11 and 12 just a little bit about low mood because end of the year i know a lot of people are feeling a bit low you've talked Mm -hmm. a bit on your social media about postnatal depression I've talked about oh, that, yeah. but before on my show, explaining that there is so much more we can do as a society to, to support people with depression. I'm not going to ask you to yeah. go into details about how it was for you and um, the story because people can look on that online. Um, Dr. Nafia is on Instagram, and it's at, at @doc_nafia_khan. Um, what sort of advice do you think we can give to those that are listening right now about what to do if they're feeling low? I just want it from a personal perspective from how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then we'll end, we'll have to end the interview after that, Nafia. I can't believe it's been... Um, okay. It just the time <laughs> goes so quickly when I'm talking to you. Um yeah. I know. <laughs> So what sort of advice would you give Nafia?
2: There's two things that I would say. If you're in that headspace, if you're in that dark place, Firstly, talk. Don't keep quiet. Just talk, you know. Even if you feel like you're a burden on someone or whatever it is, talking is the best way. Do not stay quiet. I know when you're in that space, you just want to hide away. You don't want to be around people. But the best thing is is to push yourself to talk about it. You have to talk about it. It doesn't matter what the other person thinks. Don't think about what others are going to think. Just talk. And secondly, obviously, have faith. If you are religious, you know, just have faith in Allah. And thirdly, um, I would always say a lot of people after I, I shared my story about postnatal depression, I told them how I got out of it. And that was to tell myself, let me do things that I always wanted to do, but never had the chance to do or would always stop myself. So I put myself out there. You know, I tried new things, things that scared me, things that I thought was embarrassing or whatever it is. Like I took up, um, I I took up like online classes. I took up, like I played with my kids more, which I didn't, I, I'm not really one of those playful mums, mom, but I did that. I did all things and I took up cooking. I took up a new hobby, you know, things that I wanted to do, but I couldn't do. And I would always dress up no matter how low I would feel, I would change my clothes um, into something new and just try and look good for myself so if I looked good on the outside I would have I would you know automatically feel good in the inside so those were four things that I was doing actually I started off for two but four.
0: That's really lovely Nafia. Um, I'm gonna talk uh, guys after 11 o'clock a little bit about low mood and what we can do uh, I know I've talked about it before listeners people that listen to me regularly but it's something that I thought was really important to end the year on because I know a lot of people are feeling a bit deflated, a little bit low, so I will talk a little bit about that later and give you all a bit of advice. Nafia, it's been so nice talking to you. So, listeners, um, <laughs> Doc Nafia is on Instagram at doc nafia Khan. I'm on Instagram at DrDocTor.henna, if you want to follow us on there. Um, I'm nowhere near as active as Nafia is. Um, she's just a legend. Um, is there anything that you... You want but, to if, is there anything that you want to tell me or ask me? You've got a minute, you've got a minute, and then I'm going to play you a song. Um, if you were going to describe, oh god, and tell me why, if you were going to describe
2: 2020, what would it be just in one word? And then actually, describe, yeah, 2020, what what was it for you?
0: One word for me, for one word for me is mm-hmm. acceptance. That is my oh, one word for 2020. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm quite proud of myself for that thinking on the spot there, Nafia (laughs) yeah, well done (laughs) Nafia, <laughs> on behalf of me, on behalf of Radio Sangam, thank you so much for joining, next time I would la- love you, you to it. come into the studio because I know we'd have like a party in here but you know when COVID oh, restrictions yeah. and everything, <laughs> when life is a little bit back to normal, I would love to have you join me in the studio it's been an absolute pleasure um, I'm really so loving to getting to know you as a friend I, I-, I feel privileged to have people in my life, um, you know, like oh. just supportive women, um, you've been nothing but supportive since i've met you um i hope that i'm the same for you i'm going to end with the same quote that i started the beauty you see in me is a reflection of you nafia i'm going to play you craig david like you asked for um now i'll play you another song (laughs) i'll play you another song as well so if you keep listening and i'll play you something else as well nafia thank you so much and i will speak to you soon thank you bye bye bye
4: Me for the top I said the cost of an age Six days number And a date with meet Tomorrow at night Did she decline? No Didn't she mind? Tuesday, we'd a little love on Wednesday, and on Thursday I'm flying inside, we chilled on Sunday, not once time, cause I'd be getting mine, and she was looking fine, she'd talk us, she told me she loved to unfold me all night long, ooh, I love the way she kicked it, from the front to the back she flipped it. I'm a man who'll always be there I'm not a man to play around, it. Cause the one I stand is really fair From the first impression comes You don't seem to be like that Cause there's no need to check i will be plenty time for that From the subway to my home And it's ringing off my phone When you're feeling all alone All you do is just call me call
0: henna on radio sangham 107.9 fm i've just had the wonderful dr nafia on with me we've been talking about our end of year reflections i'm going to carry on talking about mine after 11 please stay tuned we're going to talk a little bit about how i'm feeling about this year um a little bit about low mood um, because i know a lot of people are feeling like that um i'm gonna play another song for nafia now because, just because I want to and because it was nice having a chat with her. This is Morni and I think she'll recognize it and I think you all will and stay tuned. I will be back after the news, after ads, after 11 o'clock. Stay with me guys. Um, Dr Henna on Radio Sangam.
5: in town. Call 01484 817 705. Text or WhatsApp your message to 07 444
1: That's 07 444 Radio Sangam brings you the latest weather. The most followed Asian community radio station in the UK, broadcasting internationally. Find us online at www.radioSangam.co.uk. or for business enquiries, contact us on 01484 549 947. That's 01484 549 947.
0: Heavy rain and severe gales across southeastern areas clearing this morning, then turning colder with sunshine and showers. Wintry at times and most frequent and heavy rain in the north and west. There could be a spell of sleet and snow affecting Scotland later.
1: Radio Sangam Weather needs a sponsor. If you want to hear your company on the airwaves, contact us on 01484. Five four nine nine four seven.
0: Listening to Radio Sangham 107.9 FM. This is Dr. Henner. I'm on every Sunday morning. I'm doing shows at the moment from 10 till 12. Radio Sangam is on 107.9 FM across Huddersfield and all the surrounding areas of West Yorkshire, DAB, Manchester, Birmingham, Glasgow, and just recently Cambridge. Who knows, we could be joining your area soon. Or you might be listening on your phone app, the Radio Sangam app. You could listen to us from anywhere on there. Or you might be listening online, www.radiosangam.co.uk. So f- between the first hour, I was um, joined over the phone by my friend Nafia and we talked about a little bit about her life. She's a medical doctor as well. <laughs> We talked about end of year reflections, kind of what we've been thinking about this year and how we're feeling. So I'm going to carry on with that a little bit now as well, because I want, there's a few things that I would like to talk about. And I'm going to play some songs. Um, I don't play that many songs. Well, I do play some songs, but I don't play that many um, so, I'm going to ask you guys if there's something that you want to listen to, message me um, and I'll try and get it in um, before before I finish at 12. 07 444 155 07 444 07-444-202-155. 07-444-202-155. Can I just mention quickly? Um, there was a pre-set co- coronavirus ad um, which talked about household mixing and things. Um, so the rules all changed after that, and so you know uh, uh, we in we're, what tiers we're in now. And the government have advised that we're not we're not to mix. Um, and I think I think everybody knows that. I just thought I'd mention that. So what I'd like to mention before I talk about positive things is I've been talking to a lot of people that have been feeling quite low and lonely. Um, we touched on it at the end of the talk with Dr. Nafia about her experiences with postnatal depression. But it's not just postnatal depression I'm talking about. I'm talking about depression as a whole. Um, as a doctor, I'm speaking to a lot more people that are suffering from low mood. Um, and feeling down and sometimes end of year can spark that a little bit as well because sometimes people feel that they're not where they wanted to be at the end of the year Um, they might be not doing things that they wanted to do so I thought I'd just talk a little bit about that um, during this hour as well as kind of my other reflections of the year Maybe just to give you a bit of advice about, you know, what can we do. Um, Obviously, we're we're not a quick fix as doctors, um, but, you know, maybe something that I say might trigger something and help you in some small way. So the first thing um, is if you are feeling down, then please talk to someone. And that's not just that's not just advice that i would give as a person as a doctor as well there is evidence to show when you connect with other people now it's really hard to do that at the moment with the pandemic um being told not to not to see people and then we're telling you to connect with people so how does that work well if you can't see someone you can give them a ring um you can send a text message you know talk to some talking to somebody on the phone just that just that connection with somebody can make all the difference in your day now sometimes we tell the person who's feeling down oh why don't you try and connect people with people but when you're feeling like that and i've talked about low mood and depression before and all about the symptoms and all of that i won't go into that in detail now but sometimes we put all of the emphasis on the person that's going through the problem um, don't we and and occasionally when you're feeling like that you don't want to talk to people or you don't want to make that first effort to talk to people because it's just a really difficult thing to do so what i'm gonna say now is if you know someone either they're living on their own or you normally hear from them a lot and you haven't been hearing from them or they're just acting a little bit differently they're a bit quieter than normal why don't you ask them how they're doing rather than waiting for them to connect with you or contact you so just just, um, you know as we say show a little bit of love show a little bit of care it's the end of the year we've lived a year that we'd never thought that we'd live through Um, as a doctor as a person I, I, I didn't think that we'd go through a life like this a time like this be be the person that you would want somebody to be for you so if you know somebody's feeling down why don't you reach out for them right reach out to them Uh, if you can't see them because of covid um, then ring them write them a letter send them a card whatever it is that you can do for someone especially if they're living on their own they might be feeling really lonely right now you might be able to make all the difference in somebody's life that's just a little bit of advice that I'm giving for you. I'll give you another couple of things through through this hour now as well. The other things that prove to be really helpful, um, the advice that I give to people as well, is to try and keep active. Um, so what I mean by that is try not to sit around all day. Get up. Get up and get out. Um, it's cold. You can wrap up. Uh, going for a walk. Looking, look up at the sky. We've got, you know, beautiful. It's cold, but it's beautiful um, outside. Go for a walk. Get, get some of that fresh air into your lungs. Um, you know, all of these things will help you and your mood and just feeling good about yourself. And um, again, as I said, there's no quick fixes when you are feeling low, but these are some of the little things that might help you. the first couple of things that i said were connecting with people and keeping active so those are two things um as my kind of reflection of what i think can help people that are feeling a bit low at, towards the, the end of the year i am going to try and mention some nice things a little bit later as well because i don't want it i don't want it all to be um thinking about things that are that are upsetting or sad um but it is really important to talk about everything you know when i come on here and talk about yeah this is kind of what i'm feeling at the end of this year because it has been so difficult for us i'm going to play a song now um i'm dedicating it to all of you listeners um this is called Ishk sufiana i hope you enjoy it and i'll be back after this
6: دل کی دیوالی ہے عشق کوئی مہکیزی پیالی ہے عشق کوئی صبح کی لانی ہے عشق گرتا سا چلنا ہے عشق کوئی اٹھتا سا کلمہ Check
0: 107.9 FM. It's eleven twenty-two. It's the twenty-seventh of December, twenty-twenty. That means that this is my last show of the year, which is why I've been doing this end-of-year reflections with you all today. I'm um, gonna carry on with that and mention a couple of things about kind of I think what I've learned this year I think the main thing that I learned this year is sometimes just absolutely nothing is within our control isn't it we we just don't have anything to do with the things that are going to happen sometimes and I guess for me it means well if it's out of my control then try not to worry about it I don't know what tomorrow holds but I know who holds tomorrow that's one thing that i've learned and that's one of my end of year reflections the other thing as well is a lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves they think, oh end of the year i should have achieved this this and this this year is like no other year that we have had before you don't we don't need to put that pressure on ourselves just getting to the end of the year you know for this year and being okay that's enough you know sometimes that's enough so don't be hard on yourself if you haven't achieved the things that you wanted to achieve by this time it's okay um there's still time there is a new year coming just getting to the end of this year you know for some of us it's it's um and being okay that's enough that's enough be be kind to yourself One other thing um, that I think is really important that we never talk about is the importance of getting rest and getting enough sleep. Um, And I think for me, um, it's something that I'm really trying to focus on at the moment because I always feel worse when I haven't slept properly or when I just haven't had a bit of rest because I'm busy. I feel like I'm busy all the time. So it's a bit of advice that I'm giving to you as well take time to rest take time to i don't mean like covid19 and people have been at home i don't mean like staying at home i mean rest do something that you enjoy um read something that you like actually rest rest your mind rest your body these things are so important Some people don't get enough sleep um, because they've got children or because they're busy and stuff. Yeah, I understand that. It's uh, it's absolutely true. Sometimes we spend so much time focusing on just getting things done that we just forget to pause and look after ourselves, don't we? So here I am. Um, Dr. Hedda It's one of my end of year reflections. I want you to pause just think about something just for you and do something nice do something kind do something just for yourself rest read something watch something that you've been meaning to watch go for that walk do that thing that you really enjoy think about yourself look after yourself Is there anything that you could think of is there anything that you want to tell me what have you been doing to look after yourself I've ha- I've got a f- couple of messages that have come in guys you've not put your names on the end I've ha- got a couple of song requests and a couple of messages just telling me um about your thoughts and feelings but you've not put your names on unless you want to stay anonymous so it's 07444202155 um I liked when you're listening to me and you message me I, I-, I like when you message in um, your thoughts on the show but it's also nice it's you know so I know who it is that's messaging it's nice to be able to say who it is and say hello to you i've got a message coming that's just said yes it is really important to look after yourself One other thing that I've learnt this year that I would like to share with you. So one of my end of year reflections. Um, so we're going through a list now, really, aren't we? Of kind of things that I've learned um, is not to compare yourself to other people. So that's that's one of my things that I think that I've really learned or tried to kind of remind myself of this year not to compare myself to others so i'm asking you guys or i'm telling you guys maybe it's something that you need to be mindful of as well so we never ever know what's happening in other people's lives we don't know what's happening behind closed doors you might see somebody and think wow their life is amazing it's fantastic and i wish i had when we get into this kind of mode where we say i wish i was like or i wish i had we're getting into the realms then of envy and jealousy two emotions that I really think can be dangerous for people so what what I always try to do is not to compare myself to others because number one I'm me I'm myself and I've got this you know wonderful things about me that other people might not have and you know people in my life for example when I think about my friends and family um but also you never know what's happening in somebody's life you don't know what they're going through you don't know what people have had to achieve to get to where they are um if you're looking at somebody that's had an achievement um you know we we your our first thought should be that's really good for them without thinking i wish i had or i wish i could do this so my, my, um, my next kind of end of year reflection of what, what I'm learning about myself this year is, um, yeah, uh, try not to compare yourself to other people because that's what I've been trying to do this year is just doing my own thing, um, trying to take things at my own pace. A lot of people achieve things at different times in life. I remember once my, my, own, mum, my own mum said to me, um, when I was younger, I used to say, Oh, I don't have this, or I don't have that. And she said to me that all in your own time, you will get everything that you're supposed to get, but it will all happen in its own time. And I really try to remember that, and it's something that really helps me as well. Um, so I guess I just wanted to share that with you. Um, if you're just tuning in, where have you been? I've been on air uh, since 10 o'clock. This is Dr. Henna on Radio Sungham 107.9 FM sharing my end of year reflections with you all Um, kind of giving you a bit of advice of how to look after yourselves and and the things that I've learnt this year we've talked about a lot already Someone's messaged in and asked for a song um, they've asked for Dildyengalala, um, so I'm going to play that for them. But you didn't put your name at the end of the message, so I'm, I'm dedicating this to the person that messaged in to ask for this song, but they didn't um, they didn't mention who it was when they messaged. So this is for you, listener, um, who's listening to me, um, and asked for this song, but I, I don't have your name to be able to dedicate it to you. So I hope you're listening, and I hope you enjoy it. And I'll be back after after this. This is Atif uh, Aslam, and this is Dildyengalala. It's actually one of my one of the songs that I really like as well. So, I don't mind that this has been requested. I hope you enjoy it. I'll
5: be back after this. सजा के तुम मेरी वफा रखा अपना बना मैं तेरे लिए तेरे लिए आया ना पावी कभी दूरियां है तुझको तो छुपा के रखा gina Hamera mera das lena ki nakhra dikhake dil ziya galla
0: to Radio Sanger 107.9 FM This is my end of year reflection show I had Dr Nafia with me earlier on just talking about what it's kind of been like this year and a little bit about the things that I've learned this year as well, just sharing with you all that's all And then for the last bit of the show, I didn't have anything planned. So I just invited people to message in if they wanted a request or if they just wanted to tell me something. Somebody's messaged me saying, thank you, really enjoy listening to your shows. Thank you so much. That's really nice of you. Um, You haven't put your name on, um, but thanks for that. and my mum's messaged in and with a song request which she doesn't normally do um, so I'm going to do that for you mum and she's put hi beta good show will you play meregar i ek for my two little angels she's talking about me and my daughter <laughs> yes mama I'll play that for you actually um, I'll do it now I'll play that for you now um and then when I come back we'll 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 round everything up with my kind of last message of uh, of the year for all of you listeners This is dedicated to To me um, from my mum house so lovely is that. I'll be back after this. <laughs> 107.9 FM my mum has a special message for my niece which is her granddaughter so this is for Fullock, if you're listening Fullock. She says that she loves you very much and we're all so so proud of you because you've been very brave little girl this year. So we love you and you're also a nunny buddy as well. Um so that was just a little special message for Fullock. And i have a special message as well um and it's for all of you guys my listeners that have been uh, joining me um if you listen once in a while or if you listen every week it doesn't matter the fact that you've been listening and supporting me um and that's my last end of year reflection um is uh, to be grateful so um and that that all kind of ties in with that So my last reflection of the year is to be grateful, um, to be grateful for everything, to be grateful that we've got each other, uh, that we've made it to the end of this year. Um, We we might not be able to see people, but we can hold these people in our hearts in, in the hope that we will be reunited soon. I'm grateful for my friends, my family, my health. Um, One of the things that I I know, um, being a doctor, when I speak to people, they, they pray, they hope for their health, don't they? And I think it's something that you don't think about when you feel well you don't really think about um, be, uh, how grateful you are to be healthy but for me, um, seeing people that are poorly all the time it is something that I reflect on and it's something that I'm reflecting on right now with you guys to be grateful for everything including health <laughs> grateful for my daughter Homera she calls herself Maya Um, uh, she's taught me so much about myself this year have you guys learned? Um, I wonder if uh, me talking about what I feel grateful for is it going to make you think about the things that you know? Maybe you've learned about yourself this year as well. Um, what are you grateful for? Why don't you have a think about that today? Um, for me, why don't you? Why don't you just, if 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 nothing else from what you've listened to today, why don't you reflect today on some of the things that you're grateful for? I promise that thinking about that it will it will make you feel better. <laughs> last reflection that I have of this year is um, quite a serious one. So being a frontline medical professional working within the NHS this year um, I've lost patients and um, to the COVID-19 um, I mean other things as well but um, I wanted to Mention that I couldn't do a show without mentioning that Uh, the number of people that have passed away this year and the people that have gone before. Um, we, I want to just spend a little bit of time just thinking about them. Um, it's been difficult for a lot of people, and I've had a number of conversations with people that. Um, they didn't think they would be having, um, not being able to see loved ones and and people passing away. Um, Just a number of stories. I don't want to get into it because I even might start getting upset myself. But um, my last thought of the year is um, to think about them and to maybe try and be there for the people that you know that have lost someone dear to them um, just to extend some care and thoughts to them really Um, if you're listening and you've been through something like that um, I I know how it feels and it it is really difficult Um, we will get there we will get to the other side of this soon inshallah (laughs) My very end reflection is just a thought about the healthcare professionals that have died this year um, in the fight against the pandemic, Um, and, and a little quote that I'd like to read. We are one profession, one medical family, and we grieve for all the colleagues we have lost the world over. We owe them our gratitude, our respect, and a pledge that we will remember them. you guys for listening to me thank you for supporting me since i started this show join me in the new year my first show next week will be about new beginnings um which i hope will kind of tie in with everything my Rumi quote for today um as you know i end all my shows with Rumi. every story has an end but in life every ending is just a new beginning i'm going to play out with a song called i'll be missing you until next week guys happy new year um thank you for for tuning in for continuing to tune in dr henna on instagram and henna Anwar on twitter until next week happy new year i wish you peace and good health